Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is the Muslim Experience Podcast and I'm your host Farooq. Inshallah today in episode 3, season 3, we will talk about the status of mothers in Islam. What is the status of mothers in Islam? Allah says in the Quran, chapter 46, verse 15, which is Surah Al-Ahqaf, We have enjoined upon man to his parents good treatment. His mother carried him with hardship and gave birth to him with hardship. It's just a shame that we see some of the youth of today showing total disrespect to their own mothers. I want to also relate to you a hadith from Sahih Muslim. Gabriel said, inform me about the hour. He, Prophet ﷺ said, about that the one question who knows more than the questioner. So he said, well, inform me about its signs. He said, there are that the slave girl will give birth to her mistress. Now, Imam Nawabi states that most scholars said it means the widespread of slavery and the children born from the women with their master. These children will in turn become the slave woman's masters. Siyar al-Nawawi al-Muslim However, Imam Ibn Hajar al-Aqsalani, when commenting on this hadith, he said the accurate meaning for this phrase, slave girl, will give birth to her mistress. That would mean children will disobey their parents. They will treat their parents in a way that they are the master and their mothers are slaves. They will insult them, abuse them and disrespect them, sometimes hitting them and forcing their parents to work for them. And this opinion is somewhat appropriate, especially with what's going on today and how parents are really disrespected by their own children. They are asked to do every little thing. So we would conclude with that hadith that it's also a metaphor towards the widespread of disobedient children who mistreated their parents, just like the treatment of a master towards his slave. Allah says further in chapter 17, verse 23 of Surah Al-Isra, And your Lord has decreed that you not worship except him, and to parents good treatment whether one or both of them reach old age while with you, say not to them so much as oof, and do not repel them, but speak to them in a noble word. So, go back to the first sentence. What does that say? And your Lord has decreed that you not worship except him, and to parents, good treatment. As a great reminder, Allah has mentioned in this verse, and it also mentions further in Surah Luqman, chapter 31, from verse 13, it reads, And mention, O Muhammad, when Luqman said to his son, while he was instructing him, he said, O my son, do not associate anything with Allah. Indeed, association with him is great injustice. And we have enjoined man care for his parents. His mother carried him, increasing her, in weakness upon weakness and his weaning is in two years 
Be grateful to me and to your parents. To me is the final return. Again, that sentence. Be grateful to me and to your parents. Be grateful to me and to your parents. To me is the final return. So just reflect on that verse and understand it. I wanted to also mention the hadith. The Prophet ﷺ said, May Allah's peace and blessings be upon him. Your heaven lies under the feet of your mother. And that is from Ahmad Nasai. Going further into that, a man came to the Prophet ﷺ and said, O Messenger of Allah, who among the people is the most worthy of my good companionship? The Prophet ﷺ said, Your mother. The man asked, Then who? The Prophet said, Then your mother. The man further asked, Then who? The Prophet said, Then your mother. The man asked again, Then who? The Prophet said, Then your father. And that is from Bukhari, Muslim. So, what about rights over us even when they die? Abu Usaid Sayyidi said, We were once sitting with Rasulullah when a man from the tribe of Salma came to him and said, O Messenger of Allah, do my parents have rights over me even after they have died? And Rasulullah said, Yes, you must pray to Allah to bless them with his forgiveness and mercy, fulfill the promises they made to anyone, and respect their relations and their friends. And that is Abu Dawood and Ibn Majah. So that's such a beautiful reminder that even when our parents were to leave this world, we must pray for them continuously, ask for forgiveness, maybe build a well for them or give towards a project or a charity in their name so that it reaches them even when they have passed away. And any promises that they made to someone, so like for instance if they were about to complete work for someone, if they owed money to someone, you know, make sure you ask the community and just make sure you complete that favour or that promise that your parents may have pending and any of their friends or relatives that you went to see with them or they went to see, keep good ties with them, respect them, go often to see them. You know, just because your parents have left, it doesn't mean you lose that connection, keep that connection, because those connections are very important. So that is a great reminder, especially for our parents. I just wanted to close with saying as a reminder to myself and my listeners that our parents, you know, we only get one set of parents. You know, we can have friends, we have our siblings, you know, brothers, sisters, and, you know, we may have these petty little arguments with them and sometimes they can last for years, you know. But when it comes to parents, we must keep that tie strong. And if you ever have an argument with them, don't even leave that argument to go any further than less than a day. Or even if you can fix it there and then, just fix it. Don't walk away from a conversation that left 
a bad mark, try to make a resolution of some sort before you even leave the house, for instance, if you don't live there, uh, try and make conversation, even if to a point where they may have been wrong in something that they said, just say you were wrong and fix it, extinguish that uh, argument that may escalate. It could be a tough situation. Not everyone can resolve certain things there and then. There are many reasons for why you may not talk to your parents. Um, it could be that they're not in the Dean, and there's a lot of emphasis on that, especially when it comes to worship as well. But if they endeavour to make you associate with me, of which you have no knowledge, do not obey them, but accompany them in this world with appropriate kindness and follow the way of those who turn back to me in repentance. Then to me will be your return, and I will inform you about what you used to do. Even if what they do is a means of disobeying Allah, that still doesn't mean you turn away from them. Try to keep that tie strong and try to keep that connection there. And if they try to make you turn away from the deen, then of course you disobey them as mentioned in this verse. And that is chapter 15 of Surah Luqman. And that's uh, chapter 31 of the Quran. I hope you took some benefit from today's podcast. Inshallah, there will be more to come for season 3. And I'm going to leave you with that. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.